It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. What's up and welcome to episode 32 of Bustin' Loose Baseball. Danny Ruye with you. We'll check in with Grant Paulson probably early next week. This is just a Cade Cavalli preview episode. The young phenom is being called up to the major leagues. Feels long past overdue, but we will break down what we expect to see from the young right-hander, what he's been working on, what to expect here over the last five, six weeks of the regular season. All Cade Cavalli all the time here on Bustin' Loose Baseball. It all starts right now. This is Bustin' Loose Baseball with Grant and Danny. Interviews, analytics, and analysis on everything baseball in the nation's capital. Thanks for checking out this edition of Bustin' Loose Baseball. I'm Danny Ruye, Darius Dameron pushing all the right buttons to make sure you can hear us. Speaking of hearing us, wherever you get your podcasts, get us Spotify. Uh, Apple Pods, Google Play, wherever you happen to get them. The Odyssey app, very easy to find us. Bustin' Loose Baseball. Little sky comma, barring from Gary Goleman, one of my favorite comedians. After the N, that is an apostrophe if you're scoring at home for Bustin' Loose Baseball. This is the Cade Cavalli preview episode. He is making his Major League debut. It feels like it's an eternity. He was drafted in 2020. Obviously, that pandemic year screwed everybody over and and kind of ruined some timelines and development. But he flew through the minor leagues last year, ending up in AAA, made a handful of starts in AAA, six in fact, and struggled at times. ERA of 730 last year when he finished the season at AAA, got hit around a little bit, walked 13 batters uh, over the course of 24 innings pitched, and that's something that wanted him to clean up. He is not going to be... When he first gets up here, just a guy that's that's command, control, paint in the zone, etc. They've worked really hard, the Nationals have, and it's evident looking at early videos, looking at some college stuff of him, looking at him now, futures games and, and, and the like. He's calmed his delivery down an awful lot, but it's still nasty. He is a big, strong, powerful dude. Looks honestly like a... Like a, look, it looks like George Springer body wise, like a big, strong, uh, cut up kind of guy, and he's got a nice, easy motion and explodes there at the very end. We'll go through the repertoire, go through expectations, go through kind of what the holdup has been, and we'll talk all things Kate Cavalli as he makes his debut here at home tonight. If you're listening to this on Friday at Nationals Park against the Reds, so Kate Cavalli fastball touches triple digits, usually sits in the in the upper nineties. Um, you're talking slider. Curveball, a developing changeup, and that's kind of a theme for a lot of these guys. At, at lower levels, you can blow hitters away with you know that velocity, a, a slider that at times has real big bite, and a curveball that can spike and be real twelve to six. That's enough. 
at the higher levels, as you get going through the minor leagues, get up to AAA, these are guys that a lot of them have major league experience. And in the major leagues themselves, you got to get something to get them off the hard stuff. Things that break one way or the other, deception, you, you can get away with some of that if you're a sinker slider kind of guy where you force hitters to make early decisions. But a changeup can be really, really effective. Uh, you know, think of Steven Strasburg. Even when he wasn't throwing 100, he's 92 to 94, but that changeup at 87, 88 at times was just so nasty. You get a lower spin rate, and then all of a sudden gravity takes effect, and that ball dives, got some splitter action to it. But Kate Cavalli has a developing changeup, and that was one of the things that the Nationals have said, you know, when kind of pressed on this is, hey, where's Kate Cavalli? What's going on? You're going to lose 115 games. Where's this, you know, really highly touted prospect that's tearing it up here over the last couple of months? In the minor leagues. We'll go through some of the minor league stats here and game logs in a moment. But that was kind of the question. What's the holdup? What are we waiting on? Well, the Nationals said they wanted command of his secondary pitches. More consistency there. Not just the ability to throw for strikes, but the ability to make them look like strikes. Get a, you know some chase at, at, at the higher levels. right? Get some guys to think that slider's a strike and then they run out of bat. Get the, some guys to think that curveball's actually a high fastball. They get started, can't stop. It's you know Each of these pitches relates to the next as you're kind of crafting in a lab. It's one thing to be able to rear back and throw it really hard. It's another thing to have kind of a completely different motion or different arm slot or different grip and it makes it big and painful and obvious that a different pitch is coming. These guys that have kind of mastered this tunneling pitches, this is something that uh, Trevor Bauer worked really, really hard at so that every pitch out of his hand looks the same, even a percentage on the way to the plate. Clayton Kershaw has had this forever and that's part of why, even though he doesn't throw in the upper 90s anymore, he's still incredibly effective uh, when he's healthy and able to pitch. They wanted Kate Cavalli to have some of that when he came up here to the big leagues. So the fastball is plus. The fastball is really good. When he was drafted, it's a 70 grade on a 2080 scouting scale. That means it's all-star level. That means it's really, really, really good. Curveball and slider, both 60s. Changeup developing a 55, and his control was a 45. So, you know, just okay at this point. That's kind of played out with what he's done here this year at the AAA level. Overall, the numbers are are good. ERA in the 3-7 range, the 97 innings, uh, 104 strikeouts, well over a strikeout per inning. You know, 39 walks over the course of those innings. So you're looking at a whip of 1.1, just about 1.2. Um, and again, at that level... That translates to guys spitting on more close pitches up here and you know maybe losing the zone sometimes. But of late, he has been really, really, really good. Of late, over the last, I'd say, you know, couple of months or so, he's looked like a different guy. Started out struggling, as is kind of you know a, a, a normal deal, right? Where guys are, you know, adjusting to the level and you know, he, he wasn't dominating necessarily. But basically that ERA has gone down in almost every single start um as the the months have progressed, right? I mean, you look at July, I think he didn't give up a single earned run in the month of July. In August, his ERA is 2.57. You can see it, right? You're starting to put together start after start after start after start, and the walks have kind of come down. Strikeout totals have continued to be at, at, at high levels. He has been really good. He is ready. He's going to be a big leaguer. Now, what do we expect when he gets up here? So for me, I think ultimately they're going to be really careful with him. They want to manage his innings. Davey Martinez has already talked about managing Josiah Gray's innings. Mackenzie Gore, uh, one of the guys that's kind of forgotten about, to be honest with you, in the Juan Soto and Josh Bell trade, a dude that might be the best of everybody. Um, who was on his way to being a, a star before some elbow soreness and, and, and a couple of things kind of slowed down this year for him. 
Uh, th- that's kind of your big three. All of a sudden, you look up. Those, are, in theory, are going to be your top three pitchers uh, for this rebuild, if it's effective, over the next handful of seasons. So, Mackenzie Gore is going to throw. They need to manage his innings, obviously, coming off some elbow issues. Josiah Gray is on a, uh, well on pace to exceed his career high in innings pitched. They're going to make sure that he's taken care of, so they're going to skip a start here and there, maybe go six days rest at times for him. Just, just kind of kind of manage things. You've got Guys like Anibal Sanchez and Paolo Espino and you know Patrick Corbin, to their credit, taking the ball every fifth day to make it easier on these kids, and that's kind of the theme here. I think they'll do the same thing with Kate Cavalli as he's building up his arm strength. Getting used to going 30-plus starts a year is a major and kind of underrated quality, frankly, and it's hard to, to build up and do that. So you need to go through some adversity, need to go through some things, but also be carefully managed because, frankly, it's a mechanism that should break down an awful lot, and we've seen it happen certainly uh, dozens of times here over the years of, of so many different pitchers, including guys that have made their debuts this year. Remember Jackson Tetro? Remember that? He had a couple good starts. Where's that guy? He's hurt. It's what happens, man. Pitchers get hurt an awful lot. As Earl Weaver said, it's an unnatural thing that these guys are asked to do, and I'm amazed they can take the ball every fifth day. But in terms of what Cavalli's going to do when he gets up here, for me, the things that I think they want to see, talking about the Nationals, I think they want to see quality strikes early in the count with all of his pitches. right? Be able to establish that you can throw whatever the hell it is in the zone. And not only in the zone, but you're not throwing cookies, right? Just to make sure they're quality strikes early in counts. Because the stuff is so good, that can get putaways. The stuff is so good that now all of a sudden, if you're able to throw that slider for strike one, you don't have to repeat that slider. You can, but you can go fastball. You can go changeup. You can go curveball. Whatever it is that you're going to do, if you're Kate Cavalli, starts with early quality strikes. I think they want to see that with all his pitches, be able to, to, to hit some of those spots. That's number one. Number two, they want to see, hey, if you lose the zone, which happens not just to him, but to everybody. Every major league pitcher has these moments when their mechanics get a little bit funky. They start overthrowing. Their front shoulder comes open. You start pulling, you're, or you're you're wide open, and, you, and you're up and outside. I don't know if you guys remember that start Josiah Gray had. I, I'm blanking on who it was against, but it was a little over a month ago. Where he started off the game, it just wasn't right. Everything was up and everything was arm side and it was high. And every miss was that way. He walked a couple guys. What do you do when that happens? Can you recenter yourself? Can you find it? Can you give yourself a key? Maybe it's, you know, make sure when I'm done delivering my belt buckles pointed right at home plate. Or until my front foot hits, my, you know, left arm is pointed towards, um, uh, you know, the on-deck circle in the opposite batter's box. Whatever it is, there's a million different keys that pitchers have given themselves over the years to be able to kind of hone in and repeat the delivery. Can Kate Cavalli make those adjustments? Refine the zone. And to me, the, the graduation thing for him, it's not just throwing strikes. I mentioned this. There's a difference between throwing strikes and throwing quality strikes, right? This is the major leagues, man. You make mistakes in the middle of the plate or you make mistakes where a guy is guessing and cheating and looking, they'll make you pay. Hitters are so incredible, right? I mean, it's harder to hit now than it's ever been because of how good stuff is, but these guys are incredible at it. They're, they're obviously the best in the world. So it's a matter of throwing a high percentage of quality strikes, if he's a, you know, listen, if, if guys are getting bad on the ball against him for the most part when he's right, you're not going to be inducing a lot of hard contact. It's going to be a lot of broken bats. It's going to be a lot of jam shots. It's going to be a lot of, you know, stuff at the end of the bat because you got to cheat to get to 100. And now all of a sudden that's a slider and you, and you run out of barrel. That's kind of what they're hoping for. For me, as a fan, putting my fan hat on here for a second, what do I want to see? I just want to see the thing. 
Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. Here's what I mean. When we get promised something as fans, when we're told about a player, we hear this guy's got elite speed. Well, if I go to the yard, what do I want to see? I want to see the speed. This guy's got unreal power. What do I want to see? I want to see the power. This guy's a great defensive player. I want to see him do it. This is in all sports, right? When when the Wizards drafted Corey Kispert, that's a shooter. I want to see that guy shoot and make shots. It's disappointing when he doesn't. When the uh, the football team drafts a, a, a wide receiver that can get open deep, what do you want to see? You don't want to see bubble screens. You want to see that guy get deep. When the baseball team has a pitcher that's supposed to be nasty as all get out, I want to see the thing. I don't care if he gets hit around. I don't care if he struggles at times, but I want to see the promise, right? When Lucas Giolito came up, we were told one thing. What we saw was not that thing. I don't have a a nicer way to say it. Giolito's turned himself into a really good major league pitcher. The guy that we were told about that was mid to upper 90s fastball, a hammer curveball, a a changeup that was as good as anybody's in the sport, that's not the guy that came to Nationals Park. That guy was throwing 88 to 89. His big looping curveball was easy to, to spot and spit on or hammer if it was up in the zone. And he, you know, his, he couldn't pitch off his, he couldn't use his changeup particularly well because A, he was behind in the count, but B, his, you know, his fastball wasn't particularly effective. So nobody was afraid of it. That was the guy that went from untouchable, laugh you out of uh, any, any phone call that had to do with trading with the Nationals to, we'll just put him in a deal. Hey, what's up, guys? Do you want Giolito? That's a, a, a stark departure. The guy we were promised and the guy that we ended up seeing were very different. I don't care if Kate Cavalli struggles. In fact, he probably will at times up here. Again, this is there's no higher league. This is the one, right? This isn't playing in, in you know, uh, South Korea. This is not Japan, although those leagues are really, really good. It's not the Dominican Winter League. This is the show, man. Guys will make you pay. They will see what you do. They'll figure it out. They'll know you better than you know yourself at first, especially your first turn or two through the league. What I want to see is the reason for excitement. I want to see that easy velocity. I want to see the sharp break and stuff. I want to see that changeup developing. I want to see the reason that we've all been, frankly, irritated he hasn't been in the major leagues for the last month plus. Right? Grant has been beating the desk. I've been slamming my hand on stuff. Where is Cade Cavalli? Well, this team is on pace to lose triple-digit games You know, by the time uh, you know September's five or six days old. Where is Cade Cavalli? Now we're seeing it, and all I want to see is the reason for excitement. Results, to me, are secondary, same way they've been with Josiah Gray. His ERA is in the mid-fours, but you and I both know there's been plenty that's really good about what Gray has done this year. There's plenty of things to build on, plenty of reasons for optimism, but a nice set of homework to to work on, to improve. Uh, That home run total 
If he gives up two thirds of those, his ERA is down by you know probably half a run, and all of a sudden he's a you know middle of the road big leaguer at this stage. That's pretty good. That's possible. How do we do that? That's what we're going to kind of work on here over the winter and then kind of into the next season as he's managed. That's what the Nationals need here, and that's what they need from uh, from Kate Cavalli. So that's tonight. That's the debut uh, of Kate Cavalli here this evening. We're not going to go too far in depth. We'll have a full review of what we saw on Bustin' Loose Baseball. We'll do that early next week, probably Monday. Grant and I will get together. But we just wanted to kind of give you our thoughts uh, here as we head into a pretty decent night here for the, for the Nationals. A nice debut. I don't anticipate a Strasburgian situation where he's going seven, striking out 14, I think we'll you know go through the lineup a couple of times. They want to manage this thing, but there is reason for optimism. There's excitement. You've had a couple of these over the course of this season, right? You start to think about it. You start to add them up. Luis Garcia getting called up. Now, don't worry why these guys got called up. Don't worry that it was because Alcides Escobar strained something. Just Luis Garcia got called up, put barrel to baseball. Don't worry that it took Garcia tweaking something to get C.J. Abrams to the major leagues and Garcia's punting it around at shortstop. Don't worry about those kinds of whys. Don't worry that it took months and months and months too long probably for Kate Cavalli to get called to the show. Just enjoy the fact that it's happening. These are your building blocks. If you're a Nationals fan, presumably you are listening to a Nationals podcast, turn back time share style. Remember 2009, 2010, even 2011 a little bit. We had a couple of these milestones. We would see Jordan Zimmerman. We knew that Steven Strasburg was coming up, right, to the to the major leagues. We'd get the debut of Bryce Harp, although that was in the 2012 season, uh, which was super fun. But we saw some of these guys that would become the core players. Out of spring training, Ian Desmond made a million errors at shortstop, but then turned himself into a pretty dang good uh, major league baseball player. We saw a guy like Michael Morse go from part-timer to everyday dude that could, that could hit 30 home runs. There have been plenty of good little milestones along the way. And it's not fun right now while they're getting their teeth kicked in, while they're losing a million games out of a million, but these little milestones will start to remember these as the beginnings, hopefully, of building blocks for a team to be really good in the not-too-distant future. The sooner Kate Cavalli ends up being the Kate Cavalli we're hoping for and we're excited about, the sooner this thing gets on the right track. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So that, those are my thoughts here for tonight. Darius, I'll throw to you super quick. I'll turn your microphone on so that you can actually talk into that microphone. Anything that I missed when it comes to Kate Cavalli uh, for tonight, repertoire-wise? Any questions you got? No, no. You you pretty much hit everything. I, I think overall, though, yes, it, we're in a year where we are looking for things. We are, we are looking for things to be excited about for the future. And Kate Cavalli, 
at this point right now, being the number one prospect in our in our minor league system, uh, at least he was. Now, now he's he's been supplanted been by a few up. guys. By right. yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, you know, this is these are the kind of things that we're looking forward to, and it's awesome that we get to get this kind of preview on this Friday night. It's gonna be beautiful out at the ballpark. I can't wait. I'm excited to be there live and in person for this. This is this. I feel like I'm making up for not being able to go to uh, the Strasburg debut. This is kind of. I know it's not as big as the Strasburg debut, but it kind of, in a way, it kind of feels like a little it's, bit. It's a taste of that, yeah, right? It's a and, taste of and, exactly. and I was fortunate enough to to be there that night. Um, the uh, our our program director at the time uh, for on 106.7 The Fan. I was doing nights, and there wasn't going to be a night show that night, obviously, because it was Strasburg's debut. And he said. Not only do you not have to worry about doing the show a night afterwards, but you can go. I'll get you a credential. How cool is and that? And so it was super packed, and I had to go into the auxiliary press box, and I'm, I'm new on the air. No one knew who I was. And I'm sitting in the, in the like auxiliary overrun um, or uh, overflow booth is what they called it with guys like Michael Jenkins and Steve Buckhans and David Aldridge was in there. All these guys that are like <gasps> like legends <laughs> to me, you know, like Tim Kirchin swings by and is like high pitch voice and everybody. And, and, you know, the world of baseball was there for a hundred lost team, you know, and it was just so special because all I'd ever dreamed about as a kid was a baseball team here, right? A team in this Town, Washington, D.C., where I grew up, where I live, where I, you know, was playing and, and from everything from kindergarten through college, baseball in, in D.C. and in the D.C. area. All I ever wanted was that. And that was the first night where you go, this could actually work here. This could be special here. It won't be the same because there's no first. This is not Steven Strasburg. This is, you know, a, another really good regular run-of-the-mill kind of really good prospect that's coming up. But you'll get a taste of that, I think, tonight, which is really cool. And that's what I'm excited about. I, I just want the taste of it, and I want the peek into the future. Uh, just imagine what a rotation of Kate Cavalli, Mackenzie Gore, Josiah Gray could look like, Patrick Corbin, I guess. Uh, I just think that'd be such a blast. To see what that looks like. Especially we could get a preview of that here towards the end of the season, where the three of those guys line up uh, once Mackenzie Gore comes back. We're going to see it, and I'm hopeful yeah. of it, man. Enjoy it tonight, and if you guys are going to the ballpark, enjoy that. Remember, tell people about us, Busting Loose Baseball. Wherever you get your pods, get us there. Rate, review, subscribe. You, you say something nice about us, we have very low thresholds. We will sell ourselves for compliments. Let us know that you think we're great, and we'll give you a shout-out on the program. Until early next week, this is Danny Ruye with Darius Stammer. Busting Loose Baseball. Enjoy Cade Cavalli here on Friday. See you guys next week.